Well, good morning or good day. Welcome to September 23rd and today's episode of Enough for Today. It's Friday and so you're wrapping up your week and we're getting ready for a weekend. Uh, before we jump into Psalm 62, I want to ask you for uh, just a moment just to pray. I ask you to pray, first of all, for me. Today, I will be teaching a family conference today and tomorrow in Mobile, Alabama. So uh, I'll be doing that later today. If you'll pray for me, I would ask uh, God for wisdom and help and try to encourage a young pastor and his church family and their families. And then safety traveling home on Saturday uh, and looking forward to being in church on Sunday. We are continuing John 8. So uh, Jesus up close. I was thinking um, this week, I hope our church family isn't getting tired of studying about Jesus because the more you look at him, the more wonderful he is. And I am so loving going through the gospel of John. There's nothing better spiritually than what we're doing now and what we do on Sundays. We just go through the word of God, verse by verse, line by line, <clears throat> story by story. We see God's big, beautiful, wonderful picture and story of redemptive history. And I'm so glad he's written me into it and written you into it. Then secondly, I really want you to pray and anticipate and uh, and just kind of be with us in heart over <coughs> excuse me the next two weeks. They're incredibly uh, wonderful opportunities, but they're sandwiched together several very intense uh, weeks uh, uh, and and events. So this week coming up after Sunday, and this week is Celebration Sunday. We have new believers that are going to be following in baptism. We have new families that are becoming a part of our church. It's wonderful to see. We celebrate that. But then uh, on uh, the, the week ahead, we'll be getting ready all week for the Emmanuel Worship Conference on Thursday and Friday and for hosting Keith and Kristen Getty in concert and all of their crew on Thursday night, September the 29th. Now, if you're hearing this and you're within driving distance, we there's still tickets available, a few, and we would love for you to come and enjoy this evening of worship with us. It's going to be a wonderful, awesome evening together with the Gettys. Uh, we have about 100 church leaders coming to the, the worship conference Thursday and Friday when we will seek to mentor worship teams, pastors, and their worship leaders in leading and encouraging their own churches to love the Lord and to live lives and to cultivate ministry cultures of worship. Then uh, that conference ends Friday at noon. We turn the corner to the weekend, to Sunday. We celebrate, we worship, and we uh, get ready, really, to launch into Emmanuel Global, which is our October emphasis of missions, global outreach, global emphasis. We're very excited about that. But then a small team of us will be flying out on Sunday afternoon uh, to Florida to host a retreat for pastors and their wives, leading in the gospel refuel. And we are doing that um, this fall in Florida. We're doing that in the spring in Orange County, California. Um, and at both times, we will have a small group of pastors and their wives to simply mentor and encourage and try to bolster and strengthen and invest into uh, what God is doing in younger pastors, next generation leaders. And so it's a mentoring, it's a formational time, it's a refreshing time. Um, it's a great time for friendship and fellowship, and it's a great break for these pastors and their wives, which they desperately need. So uh, we, we have a team that's conducting the concert and the worship event, then Sunday, and then four days of in, rather intense ministry, and even some, some tears and counseling and some 
uh, it'll be it'll be both intense in terms of of strengthening others and it will be also strengthening to us so both ways we just need prayer and incur, ask you to to pray with us and, and ask the Lord to bless our time well I've taken too much time and I apologize thank you for hanging with me if you did um, we're in Psalm 62 and David at this point verses 9 and 10 you know the last part of the psalm David is teaching his reader uh, the singers of these psalms, to, to not trust in people and to not build their identity or their lives on the acceptance or affirmation or the power that other people seem to have. <clears throat> and so the context of verse 8, really, the stream of thought is going from trust in God, not people. Trust in Him. Pour your heart out before Him. Find refuge in Him, not just um, those that you think are powerful, influential, wealthy, um, those that around you seem to have influence. So look at verse 9. He says, surely men of low degree are vanity. So the enemies, the the, the people that uh, live wicked lives willfully, uh, that, that just bottom feed through life, men of low degree are vanity. Uh, there's, there's no value in their lifestyle. And men of high degree, now low degree is, is the bottom feeders, okay? The, those that live just corrupt lives, lifestyles that are absolutely useless. The essence here is not that the soul of the person is valueless, it's that the life they're living is valueless. There's no worth, it's total vanity. But then he swings the pendulum to the men of high degree. Who's that? Well, this is people of wealth people of prominence, people of power, people of earthly success and achievement. And what does he say? Men of high degree are a lie. What does that mean? It means that the appearance of strength, the appearance of wealth and power and stability, it's a lie. It's a construct. It's just a human construct that is, what does he say? To be laid in the balance, they're altogether lighter than vanity. Now that is pretty light. Okay, <laughs> that is... Uh, ridiculously light. So low degree, it's vain. High degree, it's really valueless and vain. It's a lie. It's a it's a myth. That appearance of strength and wealth and power and prominence, it's 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 tissue paper. It can be poked through very quickly. And when you put it on the balance, uh, altogether, it's lighter than vanity. So so David in verse nine is saying, don't tie your trust to other people and their power and their prominence and their place, uh, let me bring it to your life. Don't think that your boss or your direct report really holds as much power over or in your life as you think. Don't think the construct, the man-made constructs of wealth and power, the walls of power, the halls of government, uh, the, 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 the images of success and achievement are all that they appear to be. Riches make themselves wings and fly away, God says. Uh, if you have anything in the stock market, you've seen it decline anywhere between 15 and 40% in the last uh, year or so. Uh, there is real, these, the, the systems of men are really, really fragile and flimsy. And so therefore, the success that we build on those systems is also very fragile. So David's saying, it's a lie. Don't build your life 
on a lie. Don't be led astray by the appearances. It looks good. Enjoy it for a season. It might be a gift, but it's a lie. It's not as strong. It's not as durable. It's not going to save you. It's, it is not all the things that God is in this psalm. It is not your rock, your refuge, your salvation. It is the bowing wall and tottering fence of verse 3 um, where God is your defense. God is your rock. God is your stability. So, my friend, I'll tell you another takeaway. Uh, the material world around you can come undone, but with God, you're still wealthy. You're still stable. You're still okay. So put your trust in him. Pour your heart out to him and run to him as the refuge that he is. Hey, happy Friday. Pray for a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.